0: What's going on, guys? And welcome to Totally Blitz podcast. And we're stepping into the Fight Club right now. Before we get in and talk our shit about the Ryan Garcia, Javier Fortuna fight, do us a favor go down and like this video and do yourself a favor, subscribe to the channel and check us out on anywhere you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple, we're there. But let's get into it. Let's introduce our host right now. I'm Paul Picklewin, I'm Concha. I'm ready to talk some shit, and I'm joined with
1: See, man, it's bad luck, I feel like, for me. The last time I had a big white cup on the motherfucking um, podcast is when I had to Aaron the sippy cup. Oh, brother! So, like, <laughs> and then I got, that shit did not age well because I was dumb sick by the next episode. <laughs> but I, I'm not sipping out anything. I promise all I'm eating is grapes. I'm eating <laughs> grapes in this motherfucker. Black grapes to be exact. Black is beautiful, but I don't know about my grapes. But if you didn't know, I don't mind telling your dumbass again. Under the rock ad motherfucker. It's your boy Lil KK. AKA the Dom PYE. AKA Kev Water Voice the boy. And I gotta come up with the fight nickname, but you know I'm a street fight enthusiast. So we're here to talk a little bit of boxing. Ryan Garcia, your your cousin. I wouldn't even call oh, boy,
0: name. I'm not gonna
1: lie. I be wanting to I'd be wanting to hate on bro, but it's hard to hate on a nigga that got skills. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like I just don't. I not want to say I just don't like him. I just wish that he would challenge himself more so that way I could be, I could dig that. Like, oh, my gosh, this man's the best. This man's the best fighter I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, and uh, if y'all were living under a rock and you know, y'all didn't know, that boy uh, Javier Fortuna got knocked down in the sixth round. And even before that, I think Garcia dropped him in the fifth round also. So, like, the signs were coming that the fight was coming to an end. And I was going to toot my horn a little bit. I ain't placed no bets on it, so I didn't put my money where my mouth was. But if y'all paid attention to the picks, we all called Garcia again to dub. But I did say sixth round KO, and that boy did it in the sixth round. So I'm going to toot my horn a little bit on that. If y'all followed, y'all cast.
1: I respect it. I was really hoping there would be, like, a surprise. It wasn't. But what did you get from the fight? Because pretty much I just seen, like, got skills he can throw combinations all day he doesn't really get hit like that and he's ready
0: to fight much better fight than the Tago fight because Tago was running around the fucking uh the whole time there was never any like any clashes any real thrown hands anything that connected so we didn't really get to see Garcia really have a tuna fight and I think that's why he fought for tuna because that wasn't even a real tune-up fight. He needed and now he got his tune-up fight. I called it. it like he looked like it, especially come Saturday night. It definitely looked like a tune-up fight because it was all one sided. I only think for two, I don't think I could even give Fortuna a single round going into the KO. But yeah, no, that fucking left hook is it's fucking lightning fast. I mean, I think that's what dropped him in the fifth round. And that's definitely what got the KO in the sixth round. And it wasn't just the left hook, but he can throw three punches just as quick as one like he's just like his hands are lightning fast it upsets me
1: it really does because like bro, that dude because like from when i got to the fight they're like he's gonna keep up he's gonna control the pace and he's gonna do that against literally 80 80 percent 80 percent of the people in his um in his own um, weight class so like why does he not just challenge these motherfuckers but how do you feel about the post-fight interview because these are a couple of things he said first Shout out mental illness. Mental health is something you don't play with. Uh, you know, whatever he said. And then he said, um, you got to stop hating on him. So that's why I'm not coming over here yawning this shit. Because he is a good fighter. He does have skills. But he also said that he's never going back to 135 unless it's a fight tank. No, he said he's never going back to 135. Tank is the next fight, though. He wants Tank to come up. But first off, how do you feel about him not going back to 135? Because he looked decent at 140.
0: But, like, he's big for 135, so I can see him moving up. I still think it's early, he's still young. He hasn't really fought anyone of, other than Campbell. That was his one real test outside of uh, uh, at 135.
1: I would find he got Gamboa,
0: didn't he? He did. I mean, everybody got Gamboa at 135 <laughs> <from> to <that point. laughs> 145. Gamboa's name is on a lot of resumes, but uh, Garcia. He, uh, I, I want him to stay at 135. I don't think he's quite Haney. I think Haney's probably, I don't know. I don't think he's getting the rematch with Cambosa's because I think we would have heard much more, much more noise about the rematch. Uh, and we haven't really heard anything or any team pushing for it. So I, I my fight that I wanted to see coming out of this fight was Garcia versus Cambosa. Because I think that'd be a good fight. That's a real true test. I think he can beat Cambos. So I think he has talent for it too. And that's a a real notable name to throw on there. Former champ, beat, former
1: unified
0: beat, champ, yeah, former unified champ, beat Teofimo. And but if he goes up to one forty and stays there, I mean, like, I, he's gonna have to fight Teofimo, and I don't think he wins that. And I, he has to fight Josh Taylor, who I don't think he like there's just as many tough fights at 140 than there are more tough fights at 135. Don't get me wrong, but there's still some names at 140. I just want you to pick a name at this point, my guy, there's any of them, there's pick think, a name and fight them.
1: I think for one, like you said, he is pretty big at 135. And then now you can just add the 135, like the gatekeeper, like there's probably a gamble. There's probably another gamble at 145. And as you can start running down on those gatekeepers to fill his resume, but I don't think he's gonna fight anybody for real. I generally don't see him fighting anybody because I like that you said the Cambosis fight because that would have been a great fight, and he probably could beat but But I don't see him fighting anybody like decent until like he. I feel this like was watching. I see him playing his cards really, really well, and like because the championship is unified at um one thirty five. So until um. Somebody starts getting a belt snatched by um the divided the division. There's always gonna be one champ. So I feel like in the long grand scheme, he doesn't see himself winning a championship at 135. So like at 145, you can at least still get a belt because they're not unified over there, are they?
0: You're going, you going? mean, 140. At 140, it's Josh, at 140. 140. I mean, it's that unified with an asterisk because Josh Taylor has three of the four belts, but he vacated one of the belts so he could fight somebody. So it's kind of like. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he beats Josh Taylor. I think Josh Taylor runs 140 right now. And until someone from 135 moves up, like Haney in the future, Stevenson going up, like, we're not going to – like, I don't – there's still tough fights. He still has Jack Cotterwell at 140. But he's not going to fight any of them. That Tank fight's all smoke and mirrors, I believe. I don't think – they're both going to play the blame game. Like, And I don't think either side's right. Like, I think it's it's like Tank side can say, oh, Garcia doesn't want the fight. And that might be true, but it also might mean they're offering a 65-35 split type shit. And Tank gets 65%. And, like, Garcia doesn't want that. And then, But then you can twist that around and it's like, oh, Garcia do not want to fight. So, like, I do think there's a lot of business and shit going on between that fight. And I just don't think their business, they don't like each other. I don't think that business is ever going to, uh, like, work with each other unless it's, like, the biggest fight in boxing. And then it's going to happen. But I, it's not going to be that. I don't think it ever will.
1: Hey, man, that's real, man. But well, that's your cousin, man. Well, what else happened on this card? I feel like you was telling me about a couple of upsets or something going down.
0: So uh, we had one big-ass upset. It was Ricardo Sandoval, fucking, I think it was like seventh ranked in the 112 division, at least by WBC or WBA. One of the um, promoters had him ranked seventh. Solid dude. Uh, and then David Jimenez in just his 12th fight. 12, uh, he was 11 and 0 going into fight, huge underdog. Didn't have much experience like Sandova, and he just absolutely worked him. Got the the decision win, dropped him in like the later rounds, and it was just a complete like it was it was a good fight, but wow was it a big upset? Especially when he dropped him, that shit was crazy.
1: That's interesting. I love upsets in boxing,
0: especially because I like it too. Because especially in boxing, the odds be so heavy. Because it'll be like a minus one thousand favorite going against like a plus eight hundred underdog, and the plus eight hundred underdog wins. Like what? Like that? That was not supposed to happen at all. That's. <laughs>
1: I like upsets in boxing because they get they're remember they're remembered forever. Like when um when what was it Bernard Hopkins beat Mike Tyson's? Like people talk about that to this day. Like and they said and they said the strategy was literally see be scared of Mike, so when you backing up for Mike, you let him fully extend. I get into space, and then he told. And then his mom just died, like the week before that, or some shit like that. Something to fight for. Hell yeah! So like, I always love like, like I remember the Ruiz and Joshua camp. I was upset because I was at work, so I missed the Ruiz Joshua fight. And you know, I'm a wilder fan, so I'm always rooting against Joshua at the time. Not oh, okay. really, now, it don't really matter. But at the time, I was so Ruiz. So um. I remember just looking at the all-access because he was going to fight this big baby dude first. And the big baby dude and Josh just not like each other. Like, this is Joshua's coming to coming to America. I think he's fighting in Madison Square Garden or somewhere in New York. Like, it's supposed to be a big deal. And he's just over here fucking that shit up. Tear so the so, they, so they, they, they ended up catching that nigga from PEDs, And then Ruiz jumped in. And I remember watching, like, the videos. And I was just thinking, like, like, the they have, it wasn't um all access and nothing like that, but it was, like, the Dazzin version of that shit, so now I remember just watching that shit thinking, like, yo, this dude low-key can fight. I don't think it can be Joshua, this fat motherfucker, but nah, this dude can fight. Like, I'm just looking at this shit, and now I'm seeing Freddie Rhodes, put respect on him, and I'm like, I'm a Mayweather fan, so, you know, Freddie Rhodes' opinion doesn't really mean much to me, but Freddie Rhodes is probably, like, one of the greatest um trainers in boxing ever, so, like, him saying that Ruiz can fight, too, so, like, and then just watching that upset, just knowing that upset still gets talked about to this day and it's remembering, like, it's always beautiful just to see a
0: nice upset in boxing. And so the fact that... I would say not a lot of people talk about also in the rematch, uh, AJ, they had a... They, they put him in a smaller ring, so there was less footwork involved. So it was a lot more uh, close quarter combat. Like, I didn't realize that you could fucking change... I thought the boxing ring size was always the same. I didn't realize some rings are slightly smaller, slightly bigger, and usually the home... The, the 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 a side gets to pick all that joshua being a side even even not being the champ he got to pick all that and on top of it Andy Riz came in probably the sloppiest i've ever seen a, like he just came in heavy came in sloppy didn't train was in vegas partying being a champion of the world so i think if it was the same mindset Ruiz had in that first fight i do think that like because i'm not the biggest joshua fan i'm not really like i'm not really too keen on him so i do think he's a great great fighter but i do think any reason if he would have been on another good day we would probably it might have been a little it might not be just an upset it might be i love it man
1: but no man let's talk more ryan garcia though rg
0: garcia well i mean outside of the fights to come up we know he has fast hands we know he puts combinations together we know he doesn't get hit often and his footwork is fine, he's lengthy, he's very long for the division, but he's just at this standstill where I feel about Tank also, like, you just, until you, like, you just have to go start putting your name into those belt conversations, and I haven't seen you even, like, try to put yourself into those belt conversations, and, like, that just makes me not want to really back you as much as other fighters because you might have all the talent in the world but if you're not really fighting nobody I, what is there to talk about?
1: I respect it to the fullest, man. I just look at bro and I just think I think floor, I just think because boxing is such a you can't have more than one loss type of um, sport. So I just really sit down and think like like you said, he's never going to put himself in a championship Um, he's never going to put himself in a championship contention. So like what is like? Can you really do an entire boxing career where you make most of your you make your money in the ring? Definitely, you're talented and stuff like that. But like, is it really? Is it? Can you really do an entire career and never thinking? Well, not I wouldn't say never thinking, but just never putting yourself in that name, that title talks. Is Tank in like RG? Is that like a thing that's going to continue happening? Is that thing that's already been happening? It's like whenever I look at them, those are the questions I ask. I just be starting to think it like. There's because the, the next generation of dudes is nice, like Shakur, Bam. Like, them boys is nice. I'm just thinking, like, y'all look, are they just going to expire?
0: And they'll, it's kind of, I think, I don't know, I can't speak for them, but what I think is they might just be waiting because, like, some of these belts are tied up with unified champions that they might not think that they can beat, or it might be a 50 50 fight and they don't want to be put in that position. They always want to be in a seven-thirty fight. So, I think they might wait for, they might move up a division. They might like like, like do all that stuff until they find someone that's like a, a lone champion with one belt that they know they can beat, like a W. And then they beat them, they become the WBA champion, and they do like all the defenses. They never unify, but they can. But that's on their resume that the WBA champion. But like they sit on that one belt because I. That's what the signs are pointing to me is is like, if you if you're not doing it now, when are you gonna do it?
1: Because this is because they're entering their primes, like Devin Haney, like Devin oh, still, like,
0: dude, same. I think he came after Garcia, and oh, t- definitely, definitely after Tank. Like he was the very next year after Garcia, the second year. So, like for him to be doing it already is just like, what are you doing? Not, oh. but great fighter. We're, we hope he gets a fight with Tank. We don't want this complete thought. We hope that fight happens. I know it'll be a good fight. I don't think it's gonna be one sided like all the tank fans think and all the Garcia fans think. They all both think that their guy is just gonna walk in and beat the other guy. I think it's really gonna be a fucking spectacular fight. And outside of that fight, move up to one forty, but fight somebody. I don't care. Be in whatever weight class you want, but stop picking fights where it's seventy thirty. At least make it sixty forty. Okay, at least give us something where we can enjoy. Oh uh, yeah. I want to see some blood. Yeah, I want to see you tested, tried and tested. But enough of Ryan Garcia. Uh, we're about to step out on this motherfucker. But we also got a UFC episodes dropping this week, so tune into those. Big. Also, we got the London card coming up later this week. <clears throat> no boxing to really talked about, but stay tuned for totally blitz because we got a lot of shit coming your way. Kev, you got anything to add before we step out?
1: Ryan Garcia. He's a talented fighter. A good businessman. But fucking disgust me, you dirty bitches. Fuck all of y'all.
0: <laughs> got you on 4K. Got a
1: problem quick, being problematic. Get the light beam on me ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting? Then my gang got tools. You could call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passages this ain't not new. it's
0: the medicines. We've been on that Rockstar Regiment. No
1: Higher than I ever been I got up